All right, what is going on, everyone? I am Brian Woods. Welcome to the Content Cube. I am Jake Mosier, and I didn't hear your guys' clap for a second, and I got scared. Oh, I never hear y'all's clap. Did you? Did you guys usually hear my clap? I know. I uh, never. It, hear goes, the it goes back and forth. It's yeah. not really consistent. But I I'm also Zach Holmstein. Uh, uh, welcome. Uh, this week we'll be talking. We're going to be doing a bracket of horror movies for me to watch this this Hollow's Eve. Uh, Dune that came out. We watched it. Venom. Uh, Venom two. Uh, but before that, uh, about a minute ago, as recording the the cowboy the cowboy bebop live action trailer did drop, and me and Jake watched it. I watched it at two hundred twenty four views. Uh, so I'm one of the world first, really. <laughs> um, what, what did you think, Jake? So I have never watched the anime. I've seen like images and short uh snippets from the show so i know little about it but what i do know about the show is that it is really colorful yeah and something that this trailer does not have is color um (laughs) it looks pretty like typical of a modern sci-fi kind of grimy kind of brown and gray um there's some personality there the action looks fine brian i'm sure you know much more about the actual cowboy bebop so so, you know, and, and this happens every time. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't know how it gets me every time. But every time I watch a trailer for like a live ad, a live action adaptation of like something that was animated, I say, "Whoa, this looks like real life. And therefore, that's interesting because I see <laughs> real people every day. You know what I mean? So, so I feel like you're inherently making a less interesting product. Um, I don't think it looks like dog shit. Does it look like a college humor sketch? Yeah, kind of. Uh, but <laughs> but like I mean, a really good looking college humor yeah, sketch. You know, yeah, like they got money in there for sure. They got money in there for sure. Uh, not through lack of trying. I see what they're trying to do. Uh, they've been given the uh, impossible task of uh, making a live action adaptation of something that is uh, culturally relevant. Uh, and of course, they cannot. It's not possible. Lion King. Uh, Mm-mm. You know, Jungle Book was all right, but no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I like Jungle Book. I, I don't think it was interesting in any way. Um, so uh, I'll probably watch it maybe a little bit. I don't know. Uh, there's <laughs> one thing I do want to see. The the fucking... There, there's one part in that show I want to see, like the French guy. But that's it. He flies. He's cool. But I, I don't know. There's nothing that I'm really curious in their uh, goings on there. It doesn't look it, terrible. It looks like they're trying. You know what I mean? It looks like the effort there, effort is there. I just, it looks like they poured a lot of money into this show, and I don't really hear anyone who's thrilled about it. At most, they're where we're at, which is like, eh, I'll, I'll maybe watch it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just a little bit of a a waste of everyone's time is the best, is, is what I'll call it. I don't think it's going to be dog shit, but acting seemed fun. Uh, going on, uh, Zach, let's get into those hot, the, the scary movie, uh, brackets. Right, right. So I, how do we, how do we want to, you know, lay this out? Do we want to say like, you'll watch it and then just give a review next episode? Yeah. Like a, yeah. yeah. Maybe All not right. next episode, but yeah, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really. Yeah. Whenever. You fucking just ins- like, I, yeah. <laughs> it's just like how, like, you know, Red Dead is the next video game I have to play. Yeah, it do you play video games? Doesn't mean I was gonna no. beat it by <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. this episode, 
But if I find out that you watched a different horror movie than the one that you, <laughs> I, that you landed on. I, I'll uh-oh. understand. Yeah, I'll understand right. your anger there. No, I, I won't care too okay. much. But, uh, so, here we go. Um, yeah, do you, so you guys, I sent the bracket into the yeah, host channel. I did open it somewhere. Uh, I've opened it, yes. Six, 16 of them. I didn't really see yeah. them too carefully. I just kind of put yeah. them in general order of probably better to so, least better. First up. Um, yeah, we got Silence of the Lambs uh, versus Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Brian. Have you heard of either one of these? Absolutely. Uh, I'd fuck me. Um, I think right. I'm going to go Silence of the Lambs <laughs> here uh, because it seems a little culturally relevant. I feel like I've maybe seen some of it before. I, I definitely feel like I need to see. I need to see it. You know, it's culturally relevant, right? Right. All right, now that yeah. now while that is a fair choice, give me about twenty seconds here to just just for the <laughs> okay. sake of the integrity of the bracket. All yeah, right? yeah. Uh, so, Silence of the Lambs is a better movie. Uh, I, <laughs> one thing you should be aware: Killer Clowns from Outer Space, though, is exactly what you would hope it would be. Yeah, um, it it knows how stupid it is because it has to know. And so you have, you know, clowns, big six foot, scary looking clowns, killing people with shadow puppets and killer popcorn yeah. and burying bodies in cotton candy and a fly, a, their spaceship that they arrived in is a, when it lands, when they find the, the, the landing site, it's a fucking circus tent. That's hype. Uh, so, you know, it's just, just so you know, it's about as over the top on purpose as possible eighties movie. So Exactly. Does that, does that sway is, your decision at all? Kinda, but I don't think enough. Okay. Is Killer Clown scary? No. My vote no. is Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think we're really trying to do a punished Brian bracket here. So I do think that the uh, well, I think the descent is going to win here. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's not a fun watch. So, <laughs> I tried to definitely get some variety here in these. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, as we go, I just want to make it clear. Like, yeah, I mean, I I, I cleared with Brian some that I knew he had already seen. All right, I sent yeah, a list. I, I of cut a lot off of like twelve. Yeah, yeah. So the reason Exorcist and Jaws and Alien aren't on here is because Brian's already seen it. Yeah, uh, and Evil Dead. Brian's already seen Evil Dead too. So the first Evil Dead would be kind of redundant. Yeah. Um. All right, next, next, next thing here: uh, the descent and reanimator. I don't know so, anything about the reanimator. Right, Never heard well, of it in my life. Well, here we go. So, quick thing: uh, the descent, super uncomfortable, claustrophobic movie about five women who get trapped caving, and no yes. one knows where they are, so it's not like they can just wait for help. Um, and it gets worse from there in ways that I don't want to spoil, but it gets insane. Um, so that's really scary. But also gorgeous and just an overall high quality movie. Reanimator is like the most typical B movie drive in type of 80s stuff you could ever want. Um, and it's just a comedy about like, it's if Frankenstein was funny. You oh, know? Right. That's, a, that's a good. And it takes place in the 80s. So it's a, you know, a med school student who believes he's found a way to bring people back to life. Um, and obviously things just don't go well. That sounds fun. I might. It is very fun. You pick. I'll leave this entirely up to you here. Oh, that's not how the bracket works. <laughs> okay. No, I, at, most, uh, Jake, Jake, at most Jake picks. At most Jake, Jake picks. I'm Jake, you have to pick in here. Jake, what are we going for? Easy, the descent. Okay. Yeah, cool. And, Fuck and me. Not even because not even because I'm trying to punish you, though that is part of the agenda here. Um, I have not seen the descent. 
and I kind of want to punish myself. So if that is the winner, Ooh. I will watch it as well so that oh. we can have a, a communal conversation about it. And I have more interest in that than I do Reanimator, though that does sound fun. Yeah, I might I watch yeah. the re- Reanimator with a friend. Yeah, I, into I the put, goofy horror movies. I will put Descent down, but yeah, last thing about Reanimator, I was going to... I was going to give a warning. There is a scene where a woman is sexually assaulted by a severed head that is being held by the man's body. Okay, Uh, that sounds... So it is over the top to a fault. Um, Yes. Yeah, but that's just, you know, that's its time. Um, But yeah, Descent moves on. Uh, Okay, so not... I don't know how many people would call this a horror movie, but it's at least horror adjacent, and I like it so much, and I think Brian would appreciate it enough to where I put it down. Uh, Beetlejuice, Tim Burton's (laughs) Beetlejuice. Um, Do you know what it's about, Brian? Yeah, I think I've I, I've I've seen some of it like as a kid. Not not that I remember any of it. Um, yeah, pretty much. It's the ghosts are the good guys, and they are trying to f- figure out a way to get these annoying humans out of their house. Yeah. Uh, and so the Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton's character, is a professional, you know, guy who gets people out of houses. Yeah. Um, and he's too much for them because he's kind of a bad guy too. So that's yeah. that's what Beetlejuice is. Super fun. One of the most creative movies I've ever seen. And on the exact opposite of that, not really a creative movie, but really straightforward, uh, The Conjuring, you know, so it's pretty much really different movies here. One's a pretty much straightforward, like, ghost demon movie, and the other one is Beetlejuice, which is really, like, Tim Burton dialed to 11. Yeah, The uh, Conjuring is, I've never seen that. Uh, I want to see Beetlejuice, but I think... I think I'll go Conjuring here. Just Jake, based you seen on either one of them? I've not seen. I, I've. I think I've seen. I don't even know what the Conjuring is really. Well, oh yeah. I, well, it started the, the giant Conjuring universe. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, no, blah, I, that I shit. think I probably, probably know the best what it one is. out of all of them. I probably know what it is. I just don't think I. I can't. I can't put a. Is it Exorcist, Conjuring, Paranormal Activity? But it. It's got Patrick Wilson in it. Is the so con- I. I like Patrick Wilson a lot. Um, is there a? Is there a Red People? In the Conjuring at any point? That's Insidious. Oh. Okay, same director. It's Insidious. Okay. Same okay. director, different different franchise. I did see Insidious. Um, um, so yeah, yeah, I'll go Conjuring here. All right. All right. Uh, next one, we got uh, Shining, Cabin in the Woods. Um, so The Shining, obviously, really kind of long, gorgeous, really uncomfortable movie with Jack Nicholson being really crazy the entire, like borderline the entire time. Um, you know, with the axe and all that. Um, so he's really scary in that. And it's a really well shot movie because of Stanley Kubrick and then cabin in the woods. Do you know the plot line for cabin in the woods, Brian? Uh, my friend, uh, when we were children described it to me beat by beat. So yes, I, and for some reason it it has stuck with me and I could probably recite, (laughs) uh, the very accurate plot description of cabin in the woods. Right. Okay. So you generally know that it's a pretty out there cool yes, fun concept it, yes yeah fun payoffs too uh, the yeah. ending divides people i kind of like the ending a lot i also know, know the ending like so it. i think i'll push for uh the conjuring here wait nope. no it's the shining yeah, yeah the shining shining Jake, I, you I seen either been, one of them? Yeah. i've seen uh cabin in the woods and we'll agree with uh, everything you said zach that movie is very fun i like that movie a lot um but I think I will also go with The Shining if it's the one that Brian is less familiar with because I've not seen it as well. And then it's another movie that I would like to watch. So you're going with The Shining, Brian? Um, Yeah, I'll go with The Shining. Hot. All right. Cool. Uh, Next one. Poltergeist. Ready or not. So Poltergeist, early 80s Spielberg movie. 
He didn't direct it, but he produced and wrote it. And uh, Toby Hooper directed He did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But the point is, it's a really cool paranormal just ghost movie. And it's uh, cool special effects. And they use real skeletons and all that cursed stuff behind the scenes of like child actors dying. It has like a lot of, you know, public yeah. knowledge around it. Um, and it's just a really, really good, solid ghost movie. And then Ready or Not is like the more modern one about the bride being hunted by the family that she just married into uh, all by all the rich, the rich people and stuff. And she has to participate in their weird ritual that ends up being kind of violent. Is ready or not good. I, I saw like a trailer for it. I said, oh, that looks pretty good. I would like to see it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on the bracket, Brian. If, yeah. If okay. I wasn't giving I, you my yeah. full, my full <laughs> I, endorsement. I would like to see ready or not. I would like to pick that. Yeah. This yeah. is, I think the only pairing where I have seen both movies um, and I like both a lot, but I think, uh, ready or not, it not only makes for a more interesting conversation, but is the one I like more poltergeist. I mean, it's fun, but it's kind of exactly what you think an eighties horror thing would be. So yeah, it, it is. Ready I just not. think it's on the higher end of them, but it's not, it's not Agreed. like, Oh, this is super innovative. It's definitely not, but it's just <laughs> really well done at every chance it gets to be. Um, all right. So next one, two very different movies that. I believe Jake has also both seen, right? Haven't you seen both of these? The, 28 uh, Days Later and Gremlins? I, I have not seen 28 Days Later. Really? I love Gremlins, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so 28 Days Later, a really, really good, like, zombie-ish movie. Uh, super British, you know, so fair warning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, just a really, really good movie with some, like, you know, like, uh, I think it's got, like, some military sub uh, subcontext uh, that's also pretty well done. And it's honestly pretty scary at times. Um, so that's a re- just a really good movie. I know John, I think John Romer is a big, big fan of it, I think. Um, and then Gremlins. Uh, Jake, do you want to talk about Gremlins? Sure. I know you uh, really liked it, yeah. <laughs> Gremlins is um, a, another 80s uh, kind of horror, kind of not horror movie. Um, it is... I mean, do you know how much you know about Gremlins, Brian? I know. I know what Gremlins is. Throughout it's cute. Yeah. Space, yeah. It's, it's cute. It's, in my opinion, laugh out loud funny. I laugh consistent throughout. I find the the things they make the Gremlins do quite entertaining. Um, I think it's, to me, is a must-watch classic. And it's a Christmas horror, too, which is kind of cool. I like Christmas-themed yeah. stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it really kind of also, not to get you know on the high horse you know here, but... It's a movie that when you watch it, all the cool puppeting shit they do, you're like, wow, this is awesome and fun. And it almost makes you sad that if they made the exact same movie today, it would not be half as good because all of it would just be like weird CGI. Like you feel nothing looking at, like in the new Ghostbusters trailer, I don't give a shit about these little snow puff men who are crawling out of the bag. (laughs) Like that doesn't do anything for me. Um, But if they made them stop motion, maybe it wouldn't look as good, but I would be much more entertained by it. Um, It would would look better. It's a cool capsule of that. Right. Yeah, it just costs way more. That's why CG is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, they're both really good, yeah. Sorry, I was so wrapped up in Gremlins. What was the first one? 28 Days Later. Yeah. So a very serious movie. Yeah, Madison. One is very whimsical, and one is very serious. Yeah, I'm into zombie stuff recently. I'd like to watch that one. 28 Days? Yeah. All right, sounds good. Let's move on. All right, um... Okay, we're at a 
We're at a classic here now, Brian. Um, <laughs> don't let that sway your decision too much. But uh, we have Halloween, the original Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and American Werewolf in London. So very different types of movies. Halloween, kind of a slower one. Super simple, but also I think that's what makes it so good. Um, you know, it gets so convoluted by all these damn sequels and timelines. It's all too much, but, um, new ones sucked. I don't think I talked about it on the pod. I guess I'll admit it now. You guys were right. Halloween? In blue. Halloween kills? <laughs> yes. New Halloween really sucked. Yeah. Uh, I, but a friend of mine told really me that bad. and I was like, oh, I wonder how Zach's holding up. It was my rise of Skywalker of Halloween movies. Not just because <laughs> of like quality, but also the mistakes were quite similar. The mistakes that they made were very similar mistakes. Weird. Um, yeah, but. No, Have no. you gone back and watched the trailer now that you're allowed to? I did. It wasn't that good of a trailer. Um, <laughs> no. You could have prevented this. <laughs> yeah, I was optimistic. Uh, all right, but either way, don't let that sway you that the first Halloween is so good, so effective. It's got like these simple ingredients that like just work so well, shot super well. Uh, Michael Myers is honestly a scary concept in the first one because you don't have all this... You know, he's not shoved into the limelight as like this cultural touchstone at that point. He's just just a guy who for no particular reason at all, like there's not even like a sister subplot. Like he's just try wants to stalk babysitters, you know, so it's yeah. kind of scary. They don't give him any background. He has no lines. So I think it's a really effective movie. Uh, but American Werewolf in London um, is like a comedy horror werewolf movie from the 80s. And it's like its main like its bread and butter is pretty much its special effects like the how they did the practical like werewolf transformation on screen is pretty incredible. Uh, and it's a, just a really fun and kind of funny movie. It's got a really dark sense of humor about it. Um, so that that's also, you know, I would endorse that as well. Obviously I endorsed all of them, but whatever you get what I mean. I'll go, uh, I'll go Halloween there. I know you like it a lot, a lot, a lot. I, yeah, I have only I seen the uh, remake um, so I will also vote the original. <laughs> when did you watch the Zach's, remake of Zach's Halloween? Zach's eyes just bulged out of his fucking head. Uh, oh, did you mean they, the, the 2018 one? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you meant yes. the Rob Zombie 2007. No, <laughs> I, was no like, oh I watched the 20. Sorry, the the seek the seek the. I was trying to combine the remake and sequel. Reboot, the seek remake slash reimagining slash yeah. retcon slash yeah. It was that one's kind of fun too. The though, one but, with the yeah. podcasters. Yeah, that, that are there for 20 minutes. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, the th next the final one of the first round, we have The Thing uh, and Night of the Living Dead. So The Thing is John Carpenter movie. takes place in like Antarctica or something with like Kurt Russell and his team. Uh, and, you know, they they movie starts with just helicopter from nearby Swedish base or something shooting a dog trying to chasing and trying to shoot a dog they get to the american base and the americans are like why are you trying to shoot this dog and then they end up killing the swedes because they had a gun out either way it's all crazy point is dog is clearly an alien um yeah and they it's an alien that can look like anyone or anything um and that's what makes it like a who who is actually human still who is part of the alien at this point it's pretty much among us before among us yeah <laughs> werewolf like, ma incredible mafia. incredible special effects like that's its main thing just like american werewolf in london but except this has way more of them and there's less comedy um i very much like, would like to watch the thing okay. yeah okay i'll put that down uh Same. oh wait my bad i, I didn't would... even say the other one i'm an idiot yeah um, no yeah. yeah uh night of the living dead 
So pretty much this movie, it is the oldest one here. So it's kind of slow, but also Boo, it's interesting. old movies are old. Right, exactly. Uh, but what the cool thing that I can say about it is it did invent every single zombie trope you know, pretty much. Like, oh, they're slow, these slow zombies that eat people. And if you get bit, you change. And, yeah. Uh, you know, they, it, all of that all came from Night of the Living Dead. Pretty much invented invented zombies and I think that's for even for that and also there's some pretty good uh political subtext under it too for all things considered and it's um in that regard and it's honestly kind of still kind of scary honestly in my opinion but it was definitely one of the few movies as a child that gave me nightmares when I first saw it but yep so which one which one are you thinking between the thing or night of the living dead uh the thing yep. oh, okay here we go things should go pretty fast now all right Next round. All right. Um, going back up. Silence of the Lambs or The Descent? I still pushing for Descent to punish Brian. <laughs> Brian, you doing some research? Shit, I was muted. Sorry. Uh, the Descent. <laughs> the Descent? Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, he looked alrighty. up, is Descent too spooky? Is Descent too scary for me, yes. Dude, I'll fucking rewatch Descent. I watched it like two months ago. I'll fucking do it. Uh, right. How miserable was it? Dude, it's... it. <laughs> I mean, it's claustrophobic as hell. It's not a comfortable watch. It's Yeah, pretty, <laughs> yeah but I, I really do like it a lot. Um, all right, Conjuring the Shining. Um... The Shining. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. That is a definitely a way better movie. But I do like The Conjuring, but Shining's just a lot better. All right. Uh, ready or not, 28 Days Later. I'm letting Brian speak first. Uh, 28 Days Later. Interesting. All right. Nice. All right. You should watch Ready or Not, though. It's not scary, and it's It's a comedy. Pretty, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and Samara Weaving is the future of cinema. Um, all right, so it's on HBO Max and Short. Yeah, uh, this one, Halloween or The Thing, both John Carpenter. The Thing. Yeah. Okay. Ironically, they are watching the original The Thing and the first Halloween, and then John Carpenter did his remake two years later. All right, uh, that's just a sidetrack. Don't worry about it. All right, so next round, um, The Descent and The Shining. It's getting a little harder now. I want to say The For Shining, sure. but I know The Descent is a popular fuck Brian move, so <laughs> I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll go Descent. Zach, you'll have to define the rules. I mean, we've been letting Brian just choose some of these. We can let him choose if he wants to pick the movie he wants to watch. Oh, it's up I to you, Zach. I forgot about that rule. That, yeah. What well, rule? That was- well, well, that that previously that we had voted uh, all of us. <laughs> he just was yeah. letting you choose. Yeah, he was. You, you guys can stop. <laughs> well, me. I have been because I because I feel I'd feel bad about making the bracket and then being like, oh, well, not that one though. Come yeah. on, you know, I'd feel. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> I'll go The Shining. Um, oh shit, that would be a fun one to talk about. I haven't even letterboxed it yet. <laughs> Wow, uh, content. That's even more content for you to create. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to. Uh, all right. 28 Days Later or The Thing? The Thing. Oh, man. What a fascinating top two we have here. The Shining or The Thing? 
Jake, what do you, what do you, what would you uh, prefer, Jake? I think I'd have more in. Well, okay, Zach, you've seen both of these, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Which one do you? you which one do you like more? I think I have more interest in the thing, but both are classics. So right, they definitely are. Um, that's a good question. Um, I I would say they they're both definitely pretty humorless. Uh, yeah. so that's not like, like a factor here. They're both pretty serious movies. Um, uh, the thing, the thing's main thing is if, to make it the most simple, uh, pick the thing. If you want really, really cool moments of special effects that are like, how the hell did they do that? Um, and then pick the shining. If you just want, like something that's going to make you really uncomfortable and just see Jack Nicholson be really, really scary looking. I, I, I want the thing. Yeah. What you, what you thinking, Jake? Which one that's would you where pick, I'd yeah. I think uh, e- even after the two solid pitches, I think I'd fall on the side of the thing. I don't, that, there's something about the shining that's always put me off. I don't know what it is about it. Not in like a, I, I like am unexcited or uncomfortable to watch this. It just, I don't know. Something about it doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got the thing there. Uh, all right. Well, I uh, I think I would call that a successful bracket, Brian. I think you're going to like that movie. For okay. Sure. I'm, I'm excited. Brian, when are you going to put together this anime bracket that I have to watch something? Uh, I don't know who I, I need to bring on another fucking expert, right? To fucking to weigh in. Oh, you got me here, Brian. I guess you're right. I, I guess <laughs> so I have got a, anime expert Zach here. What are you talking it, about? Issue with anime is that it's more of a commitment. It's a whole fucking show. You know what I mean? That's so we could do it two ways. We we could do movies. How many anime movies are you familiar with? Yeah, I, besides the classics that we've already watched. Two hands, like and most of them we've already watched. Here, I don't watch okay. a lot of film yeah, in general. Say, that's the issue. Hit the biggest ones yeah. for shows. It I, first, I, I am. I episodes. understand. No, not I could do more than that. Yeah. I understand it's a big commitment. If you're picking like best of the best, we're not fucking me over here intentionally. I will watch something that is like. A few seasons. No, I'm not watching anything that are hundreds of episodes. But like, for example, I watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That like length, I could manage. If it's supposed to be one of the best animes of all time, I'll at least give it like a season Put try. It, putting my fingers here. How do you feel about 25 episodes in the? How do you feel about 25 episodes in a movie? I know what you're referencing, and I if we'd have to do the bracket, I'm not letting you just pick it off the top. Dude, I'm absolutely fast tracking Evangelion to the top of the fucking list. We know what's happening, <laughs> folks. Evangelion's real. Um, okay, yeah, no anime bracket. I'm down. I'm down for that. Uh, okay, now let's get on to Venoms. The Venoms. Okay. The anime of America. Yeah. Spoilers for <laughs> Venom and Venom Two: colon, Let There Be Carnage, starring Woody Harrelson. <laughs> and um the hardy tom hardy bad people oh man um yeah, so venom one the bad people venom one i was recording a podcast in here right we were talking about something and i believe i ended the podcast with i'm watching venom after this walkout roommates <laughs> already started it i'm like good fuck this good, good. <laughs> and so i missed the first 20 minutes of venom don't care venom wasn't even in there yet he wasn't even there. It, that movie, for what it is, takes a while to actually get yeah, Tom Hardy not a, to be. Not Venom, a lot of it. He, I saw him eat the lobster though. That was hype. That, um, that part is hype. <laughs> so, 
Uh, so wasn't that part improvised? Didn't he like he improvised to jump in? jumping into a lobster tank I, and biting <laughs> one's head off? They just had lobsters there. I can't fucking imagine that. I can't. I feel I'm like just bit a real. I'll do some research. I don't think you can. Head head off. Off. I don't think, dude. I think you improv harming something. You're absolutely didn't even fucked. know the like, cameras were rolling. Yeah, those the, you need like they probably it's like okay, Tom, like that one there. That one's terminally ill. It's actually signed on to die in this movie. Article. Right here from Polygon, Tom Hardy came up with the best scene in Venom on the spot. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll, I'll read it and then summarize it. Continue your review of Venom 1. So, sucks. Uh, I don't even know what the other Venom was. I don't even think it had a name. Cringe. Uh, uh, and we'll get Riot. into more why. Riot. Well, it's called Riot? I believe that's what the, ven- the villain's symbiote okay. name was in the first one. Well, yeah. we'll get into more. Uh, it was so- a very good actor playing a very whatever character. Yeah, Venom 1 ends. Chris goes on Letterboxd. He gives it a 3 out of 5. I say, Chris, I, I don't know if you work with half stars, but let's save the 3 for Venom. Let there be carnage. <laughs> he says, you're probably right. Leave yeah, some room there. And I think we see Venom, let there be carnage like the next day. Like, we're excited. We're like, oh, Venom, Venom's in this movie. Uh, and we go there and we watch it. And that's that's where I saw I said, we're sitting there watching it. And then we get out of the theater. We loved it. I said, cinema's back. <laughs> Cinema's back, dude. I mean, what a what a film. I like that movie a lot. Zach, what did you think about Venom Let There Be Carnage? Uh I liked it. I yeah. thought it was a very enjoyable. Uh yeah. you know, it's got I liked it quite a bit. You know, it's got you know, the same type of whatever type of moments that are in pretty much a lot of comic book movies these days that yeah. maybe be like, yeah, whatever. But you know, this one has a kind of its own little charm to it, uh of just being so Silly that I, I definitely appreciated it and I like the relationship. I think the relationship between Venom they made good on and, it and uh, Eddie Brock. Rock, yeah, Eddie, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that, that helps it stand out. Uh, yeah. I like that a lot. Um, I think they make good on it. I think I think they, they make they good on the Venom idea. Go to a rave, dude. Uh, he goes to a he goes to a gay club and comes out. He's coming out of the Eddie closet. I thought he that says was high. coming out of the Eddie closet. Yeah. Yes, incredible. <laughs> So that was my uh, I did like that. Uh, I, yeah, and then Woody Harrelson's character was whatever. He was know. all right. Uh, yeah. He had terrible fucking hair. It looked better than the teaser, though. It looked better than the stinger. <laughs> the teaser the from, like, the first one, at the end of the first one, was like, <laughs> his, oh, God. His hair was so, it was such a bad wig. Jake, do you have our lobster lore? Yeah. Oh, I do. Um, so here we go. At the rehearsal, Tom saw that the production designer had put a giant lobster tank in the center of the restaurant, and that was just a true design choice just to make it seem like a fancy restaurant. As soon as Tom sees it, he goes, well, I'm going to go in the tank. <laughs> okay. that's. I thought he did it like but while they were filming. He's just like, got a good, got a good no. thing. Uh, yeah. Um, no, okay. Yeah, I can believe that. I can believe it was his idea. Um. So, yeah, you know, Jake, you didn't see Venom 2. You're fucking lost. Uh, you can no, re- the, the, outside of like being busy and not. Yeah. It wasn't outside of that. It was like, not only do I have to find time to see Venom 2, I have to find time to watch Venom 1. That's and a good then watch point. Venom 2. It's a good point because you can't see Venom 2 without Venom 1. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Venom's fine. I had the most interesting thing. Do you know what the post credit scene was, Jake? Yes, okay, I did hear about so this. So I, I have a fucking bone to pick with everyone talking. Spoilers for Venom Two, folks. Zach looks angry. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers for Venom Two. I know full spoilers. This molded me because for fucking weeks leading up to it, it's like, holy shit, this Venom stinger, the most insane stinger in any movie ever. Well, I'm like, 
there's only two symbiotes that matter. Like, I looked at them, like, there's no one else. Like, like they, they have, what, fucking toxin? Shut the fuck up. Like, well, what, like it, it's MCU shit. It's MCU shit for sure. There's no doubt in my fucking mind that it's MCU shit. Everyone on Twitter is like, oh, my God, guys. I, my, that, I can't believe. Can't believe. Shut the fuck up. You're not clever. We all know what it is, dipshit. Fuck you. I, it was making, like, I didn't care. Like, I looked it up. I'm like, okay, what is it? But everyone's like. Of course it's that. It can't be anything yeah. else. Like, it, 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 there's no yeah. other symbiotes. You go to the fucking symbiote page on the Marvel Wiki, there are three. And then every, <laughs> there's like 70 minor ones, and there's three. There are so few, they don't... Like, I look at fucking websites like, what the fuck was that thing at the end where the guy's like, monsters, and like his eyes turn color? People don't know, because there aren't enough fucking symbiotes for that to be one. <laughs> <laughs> like when the cop like turns into a venom, like we were like, I don't know what that is. That's not anything. So it, it, there was nothing else this could have been. The end. The fucking stinger is. They go to they go through time or no? They go to an alternate dimension and Spider Man's there. They're in the MCU. Uh, so I guess finally, I guess no. I mean they'll have to go back, right? Because I assume yeah, probably. Uh, so I guess he's in Far From Home, right? Uh, no way home. No way home. Yeah, sorry. He ha- he's guess, in that movie. He's in that movie, right? I guess he might be. Uh, I'm, I'm under the assumption that they are going to be in for our. Uh, what's it called? No way home. God, no these way fucking home. titles. No way home, but for a very limited amount of time, and then he'll go back. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine it's a super short, super super short cameo. Like, and the thing, the the thing might that worries even be me the most. Credits. I don't even know. The thing that worries me the most there is that, like, I think Venom looks good. I think the Venom, like, symbiote, like, I think that CG looks good. I, I think he looks solid. And it's a big, it's a big, it's a big liquid monster. And they make it look good, <laughs> right? I've seen Black Panther. And I don't, I do not think Mar- Marvel is, in, dude, I have seen Spider-Man Homecoming. Marvel is not capable of making, like, rigid suits not look like dog shit. I think any like, and this is not like. I think any scene where Spider Man is like in the sun, he looks like a fucking like video game character. And I don't feel that way about Venom. I don't think like I don't think they have the. I don't think they're willing to do what it takes to make Venom look good. You know what I mean? I think he's gonna look like absolute dog shit in that movie. I like this idea that Spider Man's like a vampire, and if you put him out in the sun, he just looks fucked up. Okay, no one else agrees. It. You guys know the scene where he does the fucking backflip off the Washington Monument. Did that not look I bad mean, to you that guys? Scene. I love that scene. I thought he looked bad. I think it's a cool scene. I think he's doing cool stuff. I think I thought he looked like weird. I thought he looked weird as fuck in that movie. I, I well, did not he think very he looked well right. And I was just too distracted by him jumping off the Washington Monument. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's fair. But that is the first time in a movie where I looked at modern CG and said, that looks bad. I, I, I saw that in theaters. I said, that looks weird as fuck to me. And they well, kept doing it. looks weird is that new still they released of like Doc Ock throwing a car at him or whatever. And I mean, they want, they want it to be a meme. It's yeah. a meme format. Yeah, they put I've it out as a meme that. format. Yeah, I believe it. I believe um, it. It's whatever. But yeah, I don't think Venom can look good in this movie. And just like the way like labor production works, I don't think you like, oh, well, we have our, we have the CG people that we're willing to pay and have time over here. And then the other corner of the room uh, is the sweatshops we have um, where we, where we, <laughs> where we put Black Widow in a seat, where, where we green screen Black Widow into a bar because we don't want to pay people to set up a set. Um <laughs> Did you guys see that in the Black Widow movie? Yeah. Like that bar scene is CG. 
It's a green screen. Yeah, it's it's unhinged. So I just almost I, everything is CG. It's fucking sad. Yeah. So I don't think Marvel movies look good or even decent these days. I think they mostly look like horseshit. Um. So and I genuinely think Venom like is a good looking CG monster. You know what I mean? So it, it's I, weird. I thought Infinity War and Endgame looked good. They look so fine. The mo- I, think, I don't think they the, look the bad at all. The most recent run of movies, Shang Chi, Black Widow. I th- thought like looked kind of mid at best. Yeah. I mean, I, so don't know what happened there. I think I think John Romer, our friend John Romer, pointed out it was a fire take. Um, I th- I think we were wa- we were watching like uh, we were watching like uh, the first maybe second uh, Star Wars prequel, the one with like the invasion with the catapults and shit. And he it's said, yeah. And he said, in ten years, people are gonna look back at Endgame like this. <laughs> And I'm like, like you no know way. what? Probably, I don't right? Think it will get to that level. I, I don't know, that- dude. It, CG doesn't. <laughs> CG does not hold up well. It just doesn't. Like you yeah. can look at Iron Man one. That CG does not look well. Like, uh, like I can think I, of. Uh, there are some movies that have looked like still look pretty good. Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's right. Chest. Yeah, looks great. Those movies hold up for no fucking. But that's ridiculous. But that's very stylized. Marvel is like, here's what it would look like in real life, and I say, wow, you're right. And then I look at it later. I'm like, well, that that looks like a video game to me now. So like, I just don't know if Marvel CG will hold up. Time will tell. I I don't think. I don't think Endgame looks bad by any metric, really. Uh, You know what's crazy is that you know like now if it came out now, I'd be like, oh, that's not good CGI. But the fact that Jurassic Park is still watchable. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. Because they, they use that mix so well. Uh, yeah, between it, practical and and fake. Mm-hmm. For for you two Venom heads, yeah, is there Venom any head. chance? Any oh, chance? I, is that what I am? His uh, <laughs> his spiritual brother Morbius can have a good movie. Is I there a chance? I didn't I'd say know there's that was, a chance, you know. Is that an MCU film? Is that is that in the Venom? Michael Keaton's in it. Michael Keaton's in it. Michael Keaton is in coming. Really? As yes, it is a Venomverse movie. Uh, well, no, I guess it would be MCU if Michael Keaton. But uh, hey, I guess the Venomverse is the MCU now, right? Huh? 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 Well, so uh, where are the Infinity Stones? Um, so I think it could be good. Michael Keaton's in it. <laughs> you know, so I don't know how, how much he's in it. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't, is, I don't like Jared Leto, so I feel like I'm going to be biased going into it. But oh, I hate Jared Leto. I, it is very weird that Sony is just, that Marvel's just like letting Sony do this. It's very well, weird to me. It's very unnerving in a way. It, it feels like they're losing their grip. What I like don't understand, like they made yeah, the deal, like, hey, <laughs> we're gonna let you use Spider Man and like make money off of your movies. And Sony said, okay, we're gonna make movies with like we still own the rights, so we're gonna make movies. And the second pick after Venom, they went to Morbius. Of all the Spider Man villains, they said we're gonna make a Morbius movie. I, I yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I don't <laughs> now know. they got Craven one coming. Yeah, they got Craven the Hunter to line up with uh, Spider Man two. The video game, oh yeah, because Craven and I think I think it's a Craven Venom team up, which I think is kind of hype. Yeah, I, th- I think that's hype for the Marvel Spider Man too. Um, so yeah, I guess they're doing that to line up with the video game. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how Venom's gonna look in Marvel. Uh, otherwise, I don't care. I think it's fine. Fucking put him in there with Peter Parker. I I'm not I'm not opposed to it conceptually. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit. But uh, same. Yeah, so I mean, going on to Dune now. Full spoilers for Dune, everybody. Are we ready for Dune? Any any closing yeah. thoughts on Venom? 
Uh, second one's better. Neither one of them are Dude, great. What but a, I enjoy both of them. I think Venom Two is great. <laughs> it's, a, it's a three out of five Venom. for sure, dude. I, promi- I gave Venom two a three out of five. Yeah, sure. Dude, going in to see Venom with Chris, Venom two with Chris, I said, Chris, if the Eminem song plays during the movie, I'll stand up and clap. But it was during the credits, <laughs> so I, it was just a fucking feature, right? He wasn't even. I don't remember. It's yeah. been a month. It's like uh, a Skylar Gray song or something, and he loves doing songs with her. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know who else does, but he really does. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dune part Dune. one. Yeah, part, part one. one. Part Big. one, baby. Officially part one, even yeah. besides, I mean, they put it in the title of the movie, so that would have felt dumb if there wasn't a second one. But yeah. um, <laughs> there was, as of today, officially confirmed a second one. Well, okay. I believe that the second one must have con- been confirmed before the movie came out. And they just put in the part one in post because it's not on any of the fucking posters. It's not in any of the advertisements. It's just like we have the fucking after effects, like lower third fucking graphic. And if if it's confirmed before the movie goes, we put it in there. (laughs) I haven't heard that anywhere. But, Brian, that is a fantastic take. That is definitely. I I believe that. This was not pitched as part one at all. It was just Dune. We're doing Dune, everyone. They even put in the fucking flashbacks from they put in the flash forwards in part two just to trick you into thinking you're getting a full movie. They they put him into the trailer. (laughs) You know what I mean? So this jumps right into it. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. They did Zendaya. Very little Um, canonical Zendaya in them. (laughs) See, see, me, a book reader, As of this week. Did you finish it? Uh, I <laughs> bought the audiobook a week and a half ago. Uh, smart, smart. And made it to 85% the way through the book before the movie, which I felt very safe knowing that the movie was only the first half of the book. Yeah, okay. And I believe that made me like it a lot more. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I it's impressive. A, yeah, big dune dude over here. Um, so it's, yeah, I was definitely a big, big fan of the movie. Just to get my initial thought out of the way. Yeah, no, me yeah. too. I mean, what was y'all's experience seeing it? Like, what, why, why'd you guys do it? Why did I do it? Well, I just, like, <laughs> how'd you guys do it? I mean, you got in the fucking, like, your car exploded, right? I don't know. I was kind of glad. I was glancing at your story about uh, not being able to see Dune while I was going to see Dune. So. Well, no, I ended up seeing it. I made yeah, the show. I know. I know. That was, oh, you that made was the show? Priority number one. Okay. Yeah. I made the showing. Uh, the IMAX <laughs> showing at 9.45. Yeah. I locked my keys and other stuff in my car that I was really looking forward to. And like, it yeah. really kind of just put a damper on the on the, on the the mood before Dune. But then, you know, within about an hour closed until, uh, you know, showtime. And I started to, you know, I was like, you know, this movie is just going to rock regardless. Um, so true. So, like, I, so true. Whether, I, I, it, whether I, you have your car keys or not, it's going to rock. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Right. And me having access to my car or not, the movie was going to be great. Uh, and it was. And it really and it really was. Uh, you know, I, I loved seeing all these moments that I had read in the book play out on screen. Um, and even then, you know, it's not like you can compare a book and a movie, anything beyond like story or character, because, you know, they're different mediums or whatever. But being able to see these things like on this scale, and I think that's what this movie has in abundance, obviously a scale. Uh, yeah, that was surreal. It was pretty awesome. Uh, and I think Denny Villanueva, is that how we're saying it? Is yeah. that how we're saying his name? Denny. Um, yeah, I think he's, he might be the best doing it today. 
just yeah. following this up on Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival and Sicario. That's that's incredible. Yeah. yeah, dude's on a hot streak for sure. I watched an interview. I think it's Villeneuve. I think that's how it's said. Villeneuve? I so, think. Dude, dude I doesn't even Europeans, need the last bro. five letters in his last name then. I, I do not respect <laughs> Europe at all, dude. The last two syllables are silent. Fringe continent. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I saw it. I think I was just laying in bed at like 2 a.m. And I, I saw a post about the worm and I just it was a picture of the worm. Uh, and I said, I'm seeing this tomorrow. And, and then I went to Regal and I, and I purchased a matinee showing. Um, and then I just drove there. I just drove there. I didn't see it with anyone. I just said, I'm going and I'm seeing the worm ASAP. Uh, and I saw the worm and I, I bought popcorn. I bought an icy. It ran me a total of $30, including the ticket. I say, wow, fuck this. I'm never going to a theater again. Uh, but <laughs> for the one time I will go to a theater ever, uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I like that movie a lot. That, that was a great movie. I can I see a lot of people, um, kind of, kind of getting tired of, uh, Vuneves, Vanel, fuck me. Uh, the director's. Uh, kind of just having like one vid- visual codex for all of the sci- sci- sci-fi movies. And I, I understand that and I respect that. I- I'm still in the tank, though. I'm still in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw a tweet that was like uh, sci-fi. What sci-fi directors can learn from Dune <laughs> is that all <laughs> these movies need is <laughs> big, weird spaceships landing yes. and then really weird people stepping out of them. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, that's movie has this a lot. I mean, they have that within the first 10 minutes and I was already amped. You know, the second they yelled Atreides, (laughs) I was all in. That was like 10 minutes in. And I just remember looking over to like my my brother-in-law and my my friend Bolstad and my brother. Like we all, all of us saw it. All of us had read the book or at least read to the point of the book, you know, where the movie, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because in my case, uh, and we were like, wow, this is, this is going to be sick. And my brother-in-law, like his favorite book is Dune. He read it. He said he's read it multiple, multiple times, read all the sequels. There's like six of them. Um, and he was skeptical going in. Like he was already like kind of shit talking the whole movie. Like, oh, we'll see. Like, oh, I don't know why they had to split it up into two movies. Like they're just trying to make more money. 700 page that. book, you fucking moron. Jesus Christ. He went in firmly skeptical. It's not the fucking Hobbit. The Hobbit right. did not need three books. It's like a, it's like a 300 page novel. Okay. Right. Okay. No, that is Sorry. a good, yeah, good point. No, but no, the thing is, no, he came out of it and was like that. He came out of it at first saying that was, that was really good. Like it looked like he was trying to like bring himself back of it. And then the next yeah. day I woke up to a text that said top five sci-fi slash fantasy movies. <laughs> and it was like, it was like one was like, Rogue One. Okay. He loves Rogue One. Yeah, it's a, uh, people like that. Uh, he people loves like that one. Rogue One. What, what's the, what's uh, the skepticism for, Jake? Two, two so is returning to like Rogue One a lot. One <laughs> so is just I, a high but One is very high. Yeah, no, that's a whole separate conversation we could have with him. But uh, put it this way. One, Rogue One. Two, Return of the King, which he loves, that's obviously. What, and then, that's what we should be questioning. That is <laughs> number two. <laughs> yeah. And then three, Dune. So okay. he was a big fan, and he has literally already watched it. Four times, apparently. Oh, okay. Wow. It's, it's on HBO Max. I thought he was the fucking... It is. He saw it <laughs> in theaters and then has watched it on HBO Max in its entirety 
in the past like three okay. days. I thought he was the Captain times. Marvel guy who saw it like 40 times. One of my favorite images of all time. Yeah. Brie Lars is putting on a brave face there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how I'd react to that. I'm, I am thrilled for the Marvels when he sees it double the amount of times he saw the first one. Wait. You know, Brian, okay. that'll, uh, that'll, you know, what'll be weird is when we have someone come up to us and be like, I've, I've listened to Content Cube episode two, Desolation, 50 times. <laughs> no, here's the thing. <laughs> and we're just like. <laughs> no, here's the thing. It's not Weirdo. them coming up to us. It's, hey, uh, Bree, it's it's our agent coming up to us. Hey, some dude has locked himself in a room and has just been watching it every day for the past <laughs> month and a half. Uh, There's easy points. There's easy internet points if you want to just go. <laughs> you think she, you think she was packing heat when she saw that guy? Yeah, I, I, I'm bringing a I'm bringing a gun for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That guy seems you know whatever. I'm bringing I'm bringing a gum Jabbar for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if we need to spoil Dune. I, I don't know. You know, do do we have? A, I don't know, Zach. You're the Dune. Head I don't here. think we need to spoil Dune. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, don't yeah, there's I, can, nothing. I can bring up some interesting things about the book that they clearly aren't doing in the movie. Okay, uh, so maybe spoilers for Dune. Dune, Dune book spoilers. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, by extension, I, I don't know. Dune well, spoilers. The way what? they did it, I guess they could. You know, honestly, I'll save yeah. it because they, 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 they could. I could see a way they could twist the narrative and put it into the sequel. Uh, yeah. But just know that, like the stuff, like with Lady Jessica, there is more. Uh, and even, and this isn't even to say that she's not a good character in the movie because I still think even in the movie she's a cool, really cool character. Um. And even if it's by extension of just her role and her Benny Gesserit like yeah. cult group, which I think is a super, super cool uh, you know, concept. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Brian, are you familiar with like the Dune background of the world that it's like, a, it's a you know, it's a so, world where they had yeah, a they, war against machines or whatever. Yeah, like they AI. Did. Listen, Zach, let me tell you, when I found out that book six ends on a cliffhanger and the author died and people don't like the other ones. I said, okay, I'm going to the Dune wiki. So I don't need to engage with this shit. Uh, so I, I do know, uh, much about the backstory lore. Yes. The, uh, the fucking Ben Jihad. So everyone just does, uh, drugs to be computers. I think that's hype. Yep. Yeah, you know about that, Jake? No. So Zach, I'll let you do it. I may know. Yeah, there was, there was an AI that took over long ago. Uh, Ten thousand years ago. <laughs> it's pretty much it's pretty much Skynet. Uh, humans actually win though. Um, yeah. But oh. because of that, they outlaw computers. No, no calculators. You can't do calculators either. No calculators. No computers. Uh, that's why they you know they get these kids from birth or whatever, and they just train them and condition them over and over again until they are computers pretty much. And that's not the Benny Gesserit. That's not what the women, you know, They're that's called what Mentats, oh, right? Mentats. Right. Yes. They don't really talk about that much in the movie, but like there are two Mentats in the movie. There's like the, the bad guys, Mentat who gets, you know, like, you know, he's there. Uh, he, like the he's like the steward one who, or whatever, like the nerd yeah, guy. Yeah. The Harkonnen, Mentat, Piter. Uh, and then there's like the master of assassins, like through fear, Hawat, uh, for the good guys is also a mentor. His He's like eyes the guy roll that back, like right? rolls his eyes roll back. Uh, okay. Yeah. Those yes. are like living computers pretty and much. And that's why they need the spice, right? They need the spice so their brain can go fast yeah. so they can do spaceship stuff because the spaceships can't, they aren't computers. They're completely right. analog. And the spaceships also run on spice. Yeah. Well, do they run runs on, on spice. Well, 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 they require spice, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I looked at. I think the spice is just what makes it so someone is capable of doing the calculations required to do interstellar travel. 
Where, I, lo- yeah, I was like, wait, so is the spice yeah. fuel? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look too deep into it, but I think the yeah, spice gets you high enough to do space spaceship calc. Right. Yeah. You got to get real, that's real high. Crazy. To do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Damn, man. It's that's crazy. crazy. It is uh, crazy. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. I love uh, the Doom Lord. <laughs> I love Doom Lord too. But and then the yeah. Benny Jessard are just like they're masters of you know human emotion manipulation blah 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 all that. They can like pretty much read any single thing that you do. It's a lot more fleshed out in the books because like you have their thought processes, uh, and like you can read all the things that Jessica notices in every single interaction that she has with anyone and how she's reading them. You have all her inner thoughts. So in the way a book, it has that advantage. The book also gives you the advantages that like, you know, probably for any book to movie adaptation, you get more of the character's thoughts. So they get developed more like Duke Leto, like Oscar Isaac's character gets a lot more development uh, just because you can, he, you can see his thoughts, you know, what he thinks about yeah. Jessica, what he thinks about Paul. And he's actually, you know, he's portrayed as like kind of cold in the movie at times while also being, you know, kind of a good father and that's what he is in the books. You just get more of the father side also yeah. in the books just from his own inner thoughts and stuff. And, you know, like things like the assassin in the walls, blah, 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 all that. And the, and the ramifications are fleshed out. Uh, that's all drawn out more. And you see how it affects them more. So it has advantages in that way and uh, whatnot. But, yeah, the Benny Gesserit, I think, is honestly my favorite part of, like, the Dune world. Um, and the fact that they're, like, out here planting superstitions, like, on planets, like, years ago so that if, like— you know, they eventually come to a point where a Benny Gesserit like woman ends up there. They have that path laid for them. Like that's pretty cool. I think that's yeah. a pretty cool concept uh, yeah. that they've been manipulating. Like not only like the political side, um, but you know, even you know the Fremen who are not necessarily in the political fold. They're just like an aspect of the planet of Arrakis. I think that's just a really cool, uh, just kind of world building concept. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Dune it's cool. It's cool. Fun. Dude, it got Dune me fucked cool. up. I'm like, I might start reading a book, an audiobook, perhaps. <laughs> Dude, audiobooks are kind of sick. I've never done yeah. one before. Before this one, I'm like, oh, I'm actually gonna finally start consuming all those like endless Stephen King books that I've always yeah. wanted to read, but like never will find the time to do. Some, some there's these Stormlight Chronicle books that people like. It's like fantasy, and HBO's doing a thing. Those audiobooks are crazy. I don't have the money to afford them, but they have like production and shit. Like everyone's voice acted. They have like sound effects and shit. I don't know. They're like, That's awesome. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the Dune audiobook. I've been looking at that. Uh, presale tickets for Wonka. You know, I got my alert set up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what did you guys think of Timmy? I thought he was he was good. I thought he was he, all he right. Did his job. Know, not I a lot of good. acting. Yeah, I mean it's I not. Know. Yeah, I mean Paul it's kind is of a flat, super but not bad. super deep character. Yeah. I mean they they have glimpses of it in the movie of his like the vision of him like leading a, a jihad or whatever. Yeah, he grapples with that a lot in the book. Like yeah. how he he knows this is something that can help him using this superstition, but also he's scared of this possible future that he's seen. Because, he, you know, he's like this crossbred, you know, chosen one or whatever. Um, and he he see, he's also scared of it in the book. And, and he is in the movie, too. They just develop it a lot more in the book, which is which is cool. But I think that they have the whole second movie for that entire concept. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Do you, uh, is he supposed to? I look, he's supposed to be 15 in the book, but I think in the movie it's just oh he's young he's young man he's young you know? he's a young man I guess I guess he's like eighteen in the in the movie would be yeah it doesn't seem like it super matters but I'm just like he's supposed to be fifteen really you know it's, he's it's not space he's ethics, no Tom age. Holland 
He's no Tom. You can't no. just tell me. No, he is. He <laughs> is no in fact, an infinitely yeah. better actor than Tom. No, Holland. I'm not saying. I'm just saying you could put Tom Holland in a movie and be like, "This is a 14 year old," and I'd be like, "Wow, that's crazy." <laughs> like, <laughs> you you can yeah. make me believe that Tom Holland was perhaps 14 in a film if you really tried. If you really tried. They did it with Spider Man. They did it with they Spider-Man. did it. They did it with Dear Evan Hansen. So you know it could work. <laughs> they nailed uh, it. Someone who's seen Dear Evan Hansen, they in fact did not do it. <laughs> oh man, they did not. That's brutal. You should have told us, dude. We could have done a Dear Evan Hansen episode. I don't. Holy think, shit! I don't want to put you guys I through that. I don't think I would have done it. Honestly. I would have. I'm not. A, I'm not a complete uh, coward. Uh, I am. Uh, I don't know if I would have, but I guess I would have if you guys would have had a peer pressure, but. <laughs> You know, Dear um, Zach so what do you guys think about uh, Rebecca Ferguson? Who? She cries a lot. Oh, yeah, she cries I think a lot. I think she's damn good at it, too. Oh, I, she's very good she, at crying, for her, sure. For her sure. performance it's is really good. Crying. It's a good yeah. scare it, crying. It's my biggest problem with the movie, and maybe, Zach, you can attest if this is also a problem in the book. Um, there's there's just a lack of emotional depth in the movie, which is really I my agree. only problem with it. I think they nail everything else. Like, the world building's great. CGI looks amazing. Action is pretty cool. Um, and maybe some of the more emotional heft comes in the second half. But um, this one, like... This I'm not gonna name names. People die, and I didn't care at least as much as I should have. I was like, oh, like okay. Yeah. And then like with Rebecca, all the time she is upset or stressed, like about the future of her kid or anyone else. Like I was like, your performance is good, but I I I don't like. I'm not invested in what they're showing. Would you say that differs in the book or not necessarily? Um, the subplot that gets cut with her in the book gives a lot more background of her relationship with Leto, uh, Leto, mm. you know, and I think that would have, I think even in a movie that's already two hours and 40 minutes, at least one more scene between them, I think could have, you know, that, that helps, you know, that is that, is that, that relationship girl? a lot more. What'd you say? Is that box girl? Box girl? Rebecca? Yeah. Who? Who's box girl? You, who, who's oh, the friend? No. Oh no! I meant um, uh, another scene between her and Leto. I mean, uh, oh, husband, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Leto's Duke Leto. Who's Leto? Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, the Duke. Sorry, the Duke. I, the Duke. I just, yeah. I've referred to him as the dad. Yeah, the dad. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So him. Uh, yeah, so the dad, Duke Leto, and her. There, there's more stuff between them in the books. You know that she obviously the Benny Jesser. They establish that in the movie that they have their own. You know, their, their, their existence is to serve, but they also serve their own, you know, agenda. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, and she was clearly sent there. They did, they talk about this a lot more in the book. She's sent there, you know, to marry him and, you know, whatever. But, like, also she keep tabs on what he's doing. Maybe steer him in certain directions about things. Uh, and the Benny Jesuit are strictly women. Uh, and she... They can c- control this. This is part of what makes them, like, you know, that's just one shred of their power. Is like she chose to give him a son instead of a daughter. Um, and that was not what the Benny Jesuit wanted. You can't teach a man Benny Jesuit ways as part of their law. That's why when the Herald of the Change scene at the beginning, uh, that's why, like, the old woman, like, the, the Reverend Mother, Benny Jesuit leader of, like, the Emperor, can already just tell just by looking at Paul that he's been taught like the Benny Jesuit shit, which is against the rules. Yeah. That's why she has to come back and give him the test. This um, this is so much lore that feels necessary, but I completely understand why they had to leave it from the movie. I, I <laughs> right. Think and I, was, I get that too. That's why I didn't really complain about it. I just thought, you know, 
I guess if you wanted to cap it under three hours, this is fine. But yeah. you probably could have made an exactly three-hour movie. Honestly, with all I of think these this scenes. movie, this movie could have benefited from like a Star Wars type start scroll that explains. Bro, you're like so at least right. a Blade Runner, or at least like a Blade Runner opening. The way you're that Blade so Runner right, does Jake. its opening is does because like, does like some one, exposition like that. I'm gonna grab my charger be, really quick, but it'd be able to cut some stuff out of the beginning. Um, in terms of setting up where they're at, and it would help establish like very simple lore, like like Zach was saying, the I jihad, don't remember the and machine jihad, the the whatever Jesuit, the the people, yeah. been like, oh, these are these people, this these are their rules. You can do that in like three to four sentences, establish where people are at, and then get into the movie. Yeah. I felt like some of the context that like that. A lot of that stuff, not that it takes, it didn't, knowing it now, I don't feel like I had a lesser experience, but I definitely feel like I would have enjoyed the movie more knowing some of this stuff going in. Kind of regret not grinding out the audiobook like Zach. Like, well, I, you know, you still can grind it out before part two, which is still the same so. book. That's true. Uh, you know? Like, I, I think they did a good job. I mean, I, I was really focusing in and like really trying to pick up everything these fucking people were saying. Uh, so I was able to like, almost infer that she could have controlled her fertility to bear a daughter. I'm like, well, what does she mean? What does the Reverend mother mean by like, you were supposed to give him a daughter. But I mean, like I I was able to pick up on most of it. I wish I knew about the machine jihad going in. It's called like the bark jihad or something on the wiki, at least. Um, I don't know. I want to read the books, dude, but just knowing (laughs) that it's like a, it's an L in the end, like as a concept, because the author fucking died, um, is a little yeah. rough. It's a little, it's a hard pill to swallow for me. Well, I mean, we're headed to the same thing with Game of Thrones, but um, it's, yeah, buddy, yeah, buddy. I mean, yeah. you got an ending at least, I guess, right? Uh, <laughs> bad year, bad couple of years for Jack, uh, for Zach uh, finishing things. Um, yeah, that yeah. was pretty brutal. But yeah, it's I like, don't know. Faith Dune is not going to let me down. That's why I feel like I've attached myself to this but one so much. How uh, much? Because I feel really confident in both the director and the source material. That well, I mean, I, part yeah. There, I don't oh, think there's oh, any no. way part two can be bad. I'm worried part about, two will be good. I'm worried about part reading part six and then being tricked into reading uh, part seven and eight written by his son. There, there are scenes in the second part of the book that I am, well, not even the scenes like specific, specifically there is a certain character in the second part of the book that would not, that wasn't in the first half and wouldn't be in the first movie at all, but definitely would probably be in the second movie that I have no idea how they're going to pull this character off. Yeah. And I, I, you know, like, I don't mean like is CGI the character or anything racist or I, I almost, I don't know how to, I don't, I'm not gonna spoil it on the pod. If you guys still want to know after I'll, I'll let I you don't. know. Cause it might be a plot point in the second one but it's such a weird type of character. Um, but I'm, I definitely excited to see how they do a lot of these things. And I'm not even done with it yet. I'm my audiobook says I'm 90% done. Um, and I'm, I'm liking where it's headed though. I'm really excited to see what, what goes down. Um, and then the second one in the second book is only half as long. So I'm definitely going to tackle that one because, uh, Denny said he wants to make a movie for that one too. If the second one is successful. So I'm at least reading yeah. that one. Um, I so hope we yeah. get a Dune trilogy. I, I would love a Dune trilogy for sure. Um, what did you guys think of? Uh, I guess my quick, quick, quick highlight is what you guys. I like Jason Momoa a lot in this movie. This is probably yeah, the most I've ever liked good. Jason Momoa in something. Uh, I think not only is this the best performance Jason Momoa has ever given, I think he gives the best performance in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, so true, so true, so true. Like the the only character I would say I 
care about. He does not just because he is the most charismatic, but I think he's the only one who shows more than like a who who acts more than like a stoic wall, which I can understand you can have characters being serious, but they can be a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. That's a- that's yeah. I mean, I I totally agree because that that would be my one thing about the movie too, Jake. Is that's probably why I think it's not a perfect movie because I think it is kind of close, honestly. But it's not a perfect movie um, because of that, and that's just kind of like the one thing. And it's not even to a maximum level of like, oh, it's not like the book is so full of heart. But you just get more of that in the book because you get their thoughts. So that's why you get to know yeah. everyone a little bit more than their stoic, you know, things that they're saying. Um, I think highlight of the movie. My favorite scene in the movie is literally the montage of them leaving their home world uh, with that Hans Zimmer music just blasting. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. I think the music was awesome. Yeah, Hans killed it again. Not surprised. Big, big movie. Get Hans Zimmer. That should just be the rule. You know, you got to you got big images. You got to get him. Zach, as someone who's further into the book, well, someone who's read the most of the book. Would you say that the second film, because the first one has now spent so much time establishing the world, what everything is, they will be able to devote a little more time to like character interactions and relationships, or is it going to still have to move at a pretty damn quick pace? They're going to have to, for sure. Uh, you know, I, the second one's going to have a lot of Zendaya. Um, everyone, Love I'm it. sure everyone figured that. Um, you know, uh, it's, yeah, there's just a lot of interesting character dynamics that they're going to have to, they're going to explore a lot in the second book. Um, you know, so it, I mean, he sounds, I think the second one's going to be just as good. Yeah. If not, I think it's going to be a huge event. You know, they just announced it today for like a theatrical only release, you know, assuming COVID's dead by then. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a huge deal. I think it's going to be that, like, this is like the one that got everyone talking about it and it's mm-hmm. like cool and maybe award season drives it up even more. Um, and I think the second one is going to establish it as like, this is like, like one of the biggest franchises out there now can't wait yeah absolutely guys got any final thoughts on on yeah um yeah i came home i i called my girlfriend i said hey she's like oh what movie did you watch what called madison said dune said what's dune (laughs) i say dune google it and she looks up she's like oh i've never seen nor heard of this in my entire life you know what the best way to describe it is? Because I was what? asked to describe it in, in one sentence. Oh, yeah. I said it is the perfect mix of Star Wars, Game of Thrones, and Interstellar. Sure. It is literally, yeah. well, if you evened out all three of those elements, that is what Dune is. Well, I, I just thought, I'm like, you know what a Gam Jabbar is? And she's like, no, never heard of it. The Sandworm. She said, I've seen Tremors. And I said, oh, wow. I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've known tremors. about Dune a lot. I've known about Dune a lot. You know, I know I know. Uh, Fear is the Mind Killer. thought it was cringe. They reduced it to like barely audible muttering. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> that was cringe. I said, I don't care what it was like in the books. You fucking let me hear it, motherfucker. I want to hear it. I want to hear it saying it, okay? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't say wanna, it a lot. I don't want to do this it, fucking... I'm throwing my ear out. Like, oh, shit. What she, is she saying the fucking lament of fear or whatever that I know so much about? God damn it. Um, yeah. That's crazy that she was completely unaware. Like, I will be honest, before this movie was announced, I did not know what Dune yeah. was, but I feel like this movie's been everywhere. Yeah. I, I mean, before Dune comes out, I was like, sure, you don't know what Dune is, whatever. But, I mean, it's been all over Twitter, you know? The the meme, you know? In it's this, good marketing. It, 
you know, in, in the box is a post is the worst post you've ever seen. And if you comment on it, you die, you know, uh, as the fucking, uh, I guess like, Mark- the worm, you haven't seen that. She hadn't seen the fucking worm before. It's crazy. I've seen the worm. I guess marketing didn't didn't do yeah. its job. Even didn't get to even Madison. Dune opinions account. I feel like I've retweeted Dune opinions account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that that first trailer for Dune that came out like a year ago. I, I let myself watch it after I like yeah. had gotten to the point in the book where I'm like, oh, that's definitely the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, and I watched that first trailer, and I was like, that. That might be one of the best trailers I've ever seen uh, for me personally. It was yeah. like to see shit that I knew what it was and that they had like a cover of like Pink Floyd song in there. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I was I was I'm, I was sold. I had chills and I, yeah. I think the movie delivered on everything that I wanted it to be. It was the most excited I'd been going into a movie. Uh, definitely since. I mean, maybe since Rise of Skywalker, honestly. I don't know, and it definitely delivered a lot more than that. So I got to walk out happy too, which was fun. I'm happy for you, Zach. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy <laughs> as, for as you die. too. Uh, so you you guys want to wrap up? Anything else we need to talk about? I got nothing. Just right. a recommendation. Yeah, recommendations. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I've been playing the video game uh, via Xbox Game Pass on my PC. Uh, uh, Back for Blood. Uh, the follow-up spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead 2. I've been enjoying that quite a bit, folks. Uh, I really enjoy that game. I'm glad. I tried to play it alone and did not have No, fun. not a fun experience alone. Uh, so just play <laughs> You should play it with Sam. I think it could be fun even with just two people. I will yeah. uh, make a request. Yeah. Um, my recommendation is uh, a movie called The Last Duel. Um, oh, saw this that. two weeks ago. <laughs> Why is Brian laughing, dude? No one knew this movie was coming out. No one knew it came bad out. Didn't, didn't it get really like, bad marketing? What was its opening? I really didn't want to see it though. What we got like four like 4 million. Point eight million. What was the budget, dude? A hundred million, dude. <laughs> um, I can say <laughs> everyone should go see this movie. It's really, really good. Um, Jodie Comer. Uh, I mean, everyone in it is fantastic, but Jodie Comer is fucking incredible. Probably dude. favorite performance this year. Um, the budget shows. The movie looks great. The movie is one of the most intense movies I've ever seen. Um, I think it handles some pretty hard to handle topics well, well enough. Um, I. I think you should go see The Last Duel because it needs as many people to see it. Dude, I was when I saw Venom 2, they showed a trailer for this with Ridley Scott talking. He's showing me all the shit. He's like, here are the actors. Uh, here's what the movie's about. <laughs> hype, hype, hype. I'm like, yeah, it looks all right. Didn't know this movie was about a fucking woman. I had no yeah, they, idea. I had no idea she was the main character. That is insane to me. They they did a poor they definitely advertise it as a bro movie, which I mean part of it is, but part of it is definitely not and is def well it's it's hard to say without spoiling some things. She is definitely the focus of this movie and not, is the highlight I and thought the she best was a part. Minor character at best, the way Ridley was talking about this shit. Most important character. <laughs> uh, yeah, crazy to me. Um But yeah, Zach, oh, what's yeah. your what's your recommendation? Uh the Dune book. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've been thinking about yeah. it. You know, I just saw you know, this movie. Maybe the Dune um, book, or maybe the audio book. Whatever works for best for you. The audio book is kicking ass for me. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of it. Uh, you just get a lot more of the world, and I think uh, it definitely helped me enjoy the movie better. Uh, my my roommate Jake is telling me he's binging the book, the first you know two thirds of the book, 
this week to see the movie next, like on like Friday or something. And I'm like, you know what? I'll see it a third time then. Cause I've already seen it in theaters <laughs> twice. Uh, saw it with Toby last oh, night. Yeah. What did he think? Yeah. He, liked it? he liked it, right? He gave it a five. He dropped the five star on, yeah. on, on, on letterbox. Yeah. Um, Oh, totally. I, I honestly have been switching between four and a half and five, but I don't know. Uh, I saw but, that you gave it five last night, and then I saw this this afternoon you'd moved it down again. You can't commit. I yeah. can't commit. I can't commit because I thought about scenes from the book that I would have liked to have been in there. I'm like, well, I gotta dock it a bit. But when I put in time, scores, it's pretty awesome. When I put in scores, I fucking tweet them, so I can't change that shit. <laughs> I can't change it. I tweet my scores. Um, do you guys think it would? <laughs> okay, I looked. <laughs> Do you think it's the okay? This is just a little mind. A little mind. Do you think spot our Spotify would get taken down if so? Imagine this: you're looking at <laughs> you pull off the holy shit seven hour content cube episode. I wonder what it is. This ends in thirty seconds. Entire Dune audiobook Do you do you think the Spotify content ID catches that? Do you think if I just put the entirety of the Dune audiobook at the end of this recording? <laughs> They get me. It's literally like a fucking like forty hour thing. Uh-oh. I was gonna say, I was like, I was like, there's no way it is six hours long. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, I'll put it's I'll so put it at four x speed. It's I'll put so that shit. Long, dude. That shit. That going grinding it. If you put it at four x speed, I don't think the Spotify AI would catch it. Yeah, probably not. I tried. Right? I at one point I dabbled the idea of a 1.2 speed, and even that sounded weird. So I just went back to normal. Oh no, I'm not a cow. It was never too much concepts for me to. I would have to. I kept having to go back. I'm like, wait, what are they talking about? Wait a minute. You know, I, I never put much. my shit up. Um, I I put a audiobook up to 1.25 speed because I had to read a book for class. Oh, fair. I don't think I realized how fucking ridiculously long audiobooks are. It is definitely not a. I mean, it is obviously more convenient, but I would not say it is a quicker way to read a book than actually physically reading it yeah yeah for sure you can read faster than you listen it's just easier because you're fucking around doing other shit yeah uh all right let's end uh we'll see y'all next week most likely you know i think things have settled down for everyone yeah most part. i hope so most part <laughs> yeah i've been busy boys uh we'll see y'all next week have a good one everyone